Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in. Winning Cures Everything. Hopefully everybody's having a good Monday. We are back to a somewhat regular schedule. I don't think we're going to be... Uh, going live on, what, Friday? Because Friday will indeed be January 1st, New Year's Day. But we'll be here on Monday and Wednesday this week, and then after that, we'll be back to normal, I believe. The holidays uh, fell on some days that we typically go live this year. But uh, but either way, we are glad everybody's here. We are glad that you guys hopefully have had a good Christmas, etc., etc. Chris, how was Christmas for you? Uh, Christmas was fine. Christmas was fine. Just fine. Nothing. Yeah, no, I mean nothing too huge, nothing too big. We were pretty low key this year. I uh, I understand. We enjoyed just kind of sitting at the house. We didn't have to travel. Uh, my wife just headed down to my in laws today. I will be joining uh, on New Year's Day. So yeah, we I, I have the whole week uh, just myself and my teenage daughter, and she's got cheer practice and all sorts of other stuff going on. So uh, so we'll be here at home, and I will be tidying up the house, making sure everything looks nice, getting some projects done that I needed to get done that I have not had time for. So lots of things to knock out. Uh, the The toddler had a fantastic Christmas. Uh, for all the people that are listening, and you know who you are, my family members, that decided to get these gigantic toys that we don't have room for that make all this noise and all this kind of mess, I despise you because – he wants to play with everything all the time, and if you put something up, it becomes this gigantic disaster. It's it's whatever. Matt jumps in already. He said, where are the new glasses? Uh, in the kitchen already. I'm, I'm not going to drink just yet because i got to work out after this because I've been doing other stuff, but I, I'm, I've been drinking out of them. So Matt, of course, one of our faithful followers, I guess you could say, uh, has been, and he's, and he's one of our oldest friends, sent me some Alabama bourbon glasses. 
and I had no idea who they came from. Did I tell you about that, Chris? No, no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't encourage this behavior, Matt, by the way. <laughs> I had no idea where they came from. My wife thought I had a secret girlfriend. Yeah. She was like... Why? Why didn't they put That's their name? That's a great in? move, by the way, Matt. You should have put like a little, <laughs> little. What, what's it called? A swack when you put yeah. the little kiss mark on there. Yeah, should have done that. Oh God, it was it was ridiculous. So, and she wasn't like mad, mad. She wasn't like really thinking it. She just, you know, yeah, my oh, wife, my wife that, probably wouldn't care. If she found out. That had a she immediately was like, "Hmm, okay, this is weird. Like, what what are what are we doing here?" So it was a little strange, but uh, but yeah. So I I got those and I have been using them uh, every day. Since uh since we did our Wednesday show last week, uh, Matt said has a single woman watched this show? I doubt it. <laughs> no, wait a minute, Gary. Wait a minute. You 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 said one person was a was a lady. Yeah, but uh, are we sure that she's single? Oh, I think he's asking has a single like has oh, a has, woman oh. ever watched this show? I don't I don't know that he said has a single woman. I get I get what you meant. Like has has one person like yeah. has one has, woman has watched the show? Anybody who's a female. Watch this show. Who identifies yes. as a female? It's, yes, anyway. we've had plenty. Plenty. I don't know about the word plenty. I think he's using that <laughs> wrong. But uh, Either way, it is good to be back. Matt, I appreciate that. McKinnon jumps in. Happy Monday. Uh, Denver Gator jumps in. Sup, guys? Hope you had a great Christmas. Go Gators. Hey, you Gators have some opt-outs, man. Yeah, Ooh. I need them to not screw this up for me because I already got a lot of bets in on Florida. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I already put my money in, which is dumb in this year. I know. I know. It's just stupid. Uh, it's just stupid. If you're betting before 24 hours for a game, you're an idiot. I, I'm that idiot, by the way. So yeah. I'm not you calling know. you a name. I, I'm an AM if you're doing that. Because I, I did it, and I am. Uh, Carlos jumps in, said, what's up, guys? And then Birdie is here. Good uh, good men, great holiday. Glad everyone's good. Yeah, it was it was good. It was a good holiday. Uh, Denver, of course, jumps in and said plenty. Yeah, it, yeah, I might have, I might have misspoken there a little bit. That's a, that's a gross exaggeration. <laughs> yeah, I might, uh, I might not have said that correctly. But either I way, I mean, we might be big in like women's prisons. I could see that. You never know. They don't um, get a lot of TV time, and but, but they do have access to uh, to YouTube. So yeah. who knows? Who knows? All right. Um, we have got a lot to talk about today. Before we get started, winningcureseverything.com is the website. You can find all the stuff that you need to find over there. Uh, we will be figuring out the podcast exclusives and whatnot going forward. But as of right now, just the live show, and, and we're doing good to get that in because, I mean, it's the holidays. We've got a lot of stuff going on. So, uh, sbrpicks.com slash ncaaf is where you can find our college football gambling content all of our bowl videos are posting as we speak. All that kind of stuff. We uh, we had to knock out some recording and whatnot earlier. And there are more videos going up. We've had, I mean, six of them go up today. I mean, just a ton. We had the Music City Bowl that has been uh, canceled now because Missouri had a, a rise in cases. Iowa, we thought, was going to be the problem there. Iowa was not the problem. They had to shut no. down things last week. This week, it was Missouri shutting down. There's just not enough time to get their guys back in time for the game. So, um so with that said, you know, um, you know, we'll see. I'm sure that we'll have other games go off, uh, off the board. But there's no way of knowing which ones it will be. The playoff committee did come out and say that they will postpone playoff games if, uh, if players cannot play for that, or not players, but if the team cannot compete at that time, then we just won't have the games on January first. So what, far, what, de- what defines a team not competing? Playoff committee have they given? you know, rules and guidelines to that? It is under, um, 
It's, I mean, it's, I know Sir Trevor Lawrence has already gotten the Roma, so he's not going to catch it. Yeah, but let's say Fields catches it. Are we going to make rules again for Ohio State? No, 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 no. It's it is uh, your your if, roster size. Like if you don't have enough scholarship players to play the game, um, then they're right. not going to do it. Like it's you know it. I I wouldn't expect Ohio State to come to the game with with forty scholarship players, right? So, so, so they Matt will post and Smith all hang out in a hot tub like my Browns and can't go. <laughs> they're not going to postpone the game, right? Because Alabama's still got enough scholarship players. I, I don't believe man up. I don't believe that that will allow them to uh, to postpone the game. I, I, I bet I bet I disagree with that. Somebody's going to find a reason to dis, to postpone that game. And it'd probably be the same thing for Clemson, for you Ohio know, yeah, State, for all, whatever. No, no, no. It's all, all four of them. All yeah. well. Probably not Notre Dame, but <laughs> all the rest, all the rest, if Ian Books get hit by a truck or, or catch the Rona, they ain't postponing that game. Now right? you, yeah, you're right. You're right. But the you're other right. three, they're absolutely moving heaven and earth. Probably. Probably. Uh, Michael Fritz jumps in already. Happy Monday, fellas. It felt like the Titans gave up last night. Um, oh. we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, We're we'll going to do a recap. That. Yeah, we'll get to that. I got thoughts on um, that game. Birdie said, are you still fading Ohio State, Chris? That line is not moving at all. And then uh, he, yes, sir. And then uh, yes, yes, it, it yes. has to do with scholarships, doesn't it? Yes, it's it's scholarship players. If you are under 53 scholarship players, uh, they will allow you to postpone the game. Yeah. So, yeah. Somebody call Mike Leach and, and tell him he did it wrong because he went with 48, then 49, then 48, and then 43, and three games in a row and fought like hell in all of them. Yeah. And and now they're in a bowl game, and we'll see how and many actually play there. Uh, McKinnon said, which means if Fields gets it, he's getting locked in a small ass room with thirty other teammates to ensure the game is postponed. Yes, probably. Well, they're just going to lie and say thirty people got it. Probably. I, I'm going to tell you this: not a damn one of these playoff teams are testing for COVID right now, because if you don't test, you can't pop. All right, That's it's what point. all these leagues did with marijuana for the last couple of years. It's just like. Look, guys, this is a real bad look for the leagues. And so nobody's popping for pot, but everybody in the world's doing pot. And nobody cares that they do pot anymore. But we haven't changed our rules because we're old and crummy and don't like changing things. So yeah. we're just going to keep the rule and not test for it. Unless someone shows up with symptoms, nobody's getting tested. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right about that. Um Let's go ahead and start off with the uh, with the first news topic here, and that would be Washington has released Dwayne Haskins. Now, he has not played much of this season anyway, but the reason that this is a gigantic deal is because he was their first round quarterback last year. Like, like this is it, this is his second season, and they released him. They didn't trade him. They didn't you know just keep him as a backup and try and work with him anything like that. It, this guy messed up so much, the coaching staff did not trust him enough to keep him on the roster through the end of the season. That is unbelievable. I don't know that I've ever seen that. Yeah. yeah. Like, what what do you even think, say? I'm trying to think of what pick he was taking in. because it was Number 15. Pretty Yeah, I was about to say, it, was, it wasn't like he was a top two or three. Washington won a couple of games there. So, here's the reports. Before... Before the strip club thing happened and all that stuff or whatever it was, because technically strip clubs aren't allowed where he is, some type of party, but whatever it is. But before what just happened last week happened, okay, this guy was not the quarterback for a long period of time of this year. He wasn't the backup. He wasn't the third. He was 
healthy, scratched, inactive for six, seven, eight weeks of the year. Yeah. And the reason was, is he still, after being in this system every week for the entire year so far, didn't know the basics of the offense. He was not going home and trying at all to study to learn to be a football player. He didn't know basic calls. He didn't know basic reads. I mean, the very basic, I, I know this stuff because I, I follow a podcast that's based out of DC and they cover a lot of local DC stuff. It's the only reason I know this. Okay. This is, I, I don't have inside information. I mean, if you're local in DC, this information's out to you. ESPN doesn't cover this stuff. All right. I don't know why ESPN and Fox sports and, and these other sporting groups, they don't really do a lot of journalistic information on their own. They just take little journal stories and, and report on them. I have no idea why none of them will ever dig down into this. I haven't heard a single big talking head bring any of this up ever. But this guy didn't know the plays. That's that's unforgivable. The last person that has fallen this far from grace because they just simply chose to not learn how to play football in the NFL was uh, 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 Paxton Lynch? Nope, Jamarcus Russell. Oh, Jamarcus. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Paxton, no, Paxton Lynch, Lynch get, learned. Yeah. Paxton Lynch knew the plays. Paxton Lynch just wasn't good at football. Yeah, no, but yeah. he knew the plays. He knew the calls. He could go out there and run an offense. He just couldn't make throws. He couldn't read a defense. He couldn't make the audibles. He couldn't do the complexities. Jamarcus couldn't do the run a base offense. Haskins could not run a base offense. Was and, and both of them. To, did not even try. Like did, that's didn't the, try. This is something that there are quarterbacks that have come out and talked about this that that I've listened to and read about in, in through the DC area that say this is something that this is not takes weeks of study. You can go home and in a day, in a day, learn the terminology of just reading through and going through it. If you take two to three hours at, you know, after practice and sit down with a, a, a quarterback coach or with the OC, you can, you can learn it in one session. Like we're not, we're not trying to get them up to major complex things. We're not trying to turn them into Peyton Manning and Tom Brady out there. Just, just, you know, surgically, you know, breaking down defenses. Yeah. We're just, we're just trying to get the very basis and he wasn't doing that, which is why, healthy scratch you're not a part of this roster you do not travel with the team that guy is no more a part of the football team than a practice squad guy which is insane now um, why they made that pick was dan snyder dan oh yeah snyder birdie, birdie jumped a, in with that uh, a local guy and shame the hell on him and ron revere is the type of man that's tough enough to say you sit in the corner and you cut checks well let's let's jump into the comments right quick um well, before I do that, here's uh, here's what Rivera said uh, when he met with Haskins uh, on Monday to inform him of, of the decision. I told him that I believe it benefits both parties that we go our separate ways. We want to thank him for his contributions these last two seasons and wish him well moving forward. Very simple stuff. Haskins wrote this in a tweet. He said, I take full responsibility for not meeting the standards of an NFL quarterback and will become a better man and player because of this experience. Um, I mean, that is, that's insane. Like, it, it's... And Revere's right in the sense that this is beneficial for both parties. Why do you cut him with one game left to go? Like, like that's 
that's ju- that's literally an embarrassment to the player. Yeah. That is, you are a cancer in this locker room, and I have to get you out of here. I have to cut my thumb off so I don't lose my arm. You're that bad. Yeah. And 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 that's but he's right in the sense that this is better for both of them because having Haskins in the locker room every day and reports getting out of how bad he is is just damning to his character and to and to his ability to come to work every day. Yeah. Uh, Michael Fritsch said, Ron, don't play around. Good for him. Birdie said, did you know Haskins went to high school with Snyder's son? Read that today. Yeah. It makes sense why Snyder wanted him. Uh, yeah. Michael jumped back in. Rivera setting the tone for the rest of the locker room. I like it. It, it is an important now, thing now, to do. You know how I feel. I very covered how I feel about Ron Rivera. Okay, okay. I know he's not Bill Belichick. All right? I know he's not Andy Reid. I know he's not a top three or four coach in the league. He's never going to break down and scheme, out-scheme teams like that. But I'd I'd fight like hell for that man. I don't even know him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, this is, so McKinnon said, I mean, he's not Rivera's guy, and his issues made this an easy choice. Plus, the dude is not football smart, which would drive a dude like Rivera insane. Yeah. Yeah, but the other side of this is he was a first-round quarterback last year. Yeah, right? that's, that's, the, not, and, that's, but that's and, not his fault. That's not Rivera's fault. No, no, no I understand that. What I'm, what I'm saying is they could not even get, like, a seventh-round pick for this. They couldn't no. get nothing. He's, him and Cam Newton can go start a podcast next year about quarterbacks that'll never have a job in football again. Unless they want to go to the XFL and go hang out with The Rock, those two blokes ain't playing football in the NFL ever again the rest of their life. Um, Michael said, don't say the name Paxton Lynch, sensitive subject in Denver still. Yeah, 100%. Um, let's see. McKinnon said, how many Ohio State quarterbacks have failed at the next level now? Um, no, quite a few. There's been a few, but I mean, quite it, a few. It, it's like that with a lot of schools. I mean, it, yes. it, we're not going to say that that's on Ohio State. Um, that's on these kids to to figure out how to be an NFL player. Uh, Matt said playing in the NFL is a job. What does this say about these guys going to work uh, a blue or white collar job? Joe Kim said, who's the quarterback next year? Might need insurance behind Alex Smith if they go that route. Well, they're going to um, take a quarterback, but the good thing is, is there's seven that are going to come out and probably go in the first round. Uh, it, Latest mocks that I saw, I saw two of them today with them drafting uh, Kyle Trask, which yeah, would be that, awesome. That's fine. that's fine. Listen, I'll tell you this. Outside of Trevor Lawrence, I don't know if you took the other six that I talk about all the time, and I probably name them off the top of my head if I want to go real quick, and just threw them in a shuffle machine and threw their names out in any order, I think it's fine. Yeah. I think it's I really do. I think it's fine. I don't know that any of them are going to turn into Drew Brees, but, but I don't know that any of them are going to be – you know, Dwayne Haskins. So yeah, yeah. there you go. I, uh, the ones that go to bad teams are really going to struggle. Okay. And the ones that go to good teams are going to succeed and look much better than the rest of them. He, uh, so Joe jumped in. He said, uh, the football team should go after Stafford or Darnold. Alex is one hit away from a career ender. Um, they'll, they'll get a quarterback this off season, whether it be through trade or whether it be through, through free agency or whether it be through the draft or both or both. They, I mean, they can do all kinds of stuff. Like Ryan Fitzpatrick might be looking for a place to go. And he, he may be old, but he's still doing his thing. I would gladly put him in the locker room with a rookie quarterback. You yes. got that right. Uh, Ryan Johnson said, hey, guys, the Titans and Eagles disappointed me on the spread. Uh, you should have listened to me as far as the Eagles go because uh, I had the Cowboys. But, uh, but yeah, the Titans, 
Whew. We'll, we'll no, get to we it. Both, we'll get we to both it. lost money on Titans. Uh, what a message from Rivera, though, said, Birdie, uh, toe the line or you're out. A first-round quarterback getting the axe is huge. Fastest after, way to change After culture. two years. Really? Yeah. And how much game film did we see of him? You know, Jay, Jay Gruden didn't want to start him last year, which is why Jay got fired. Jay got fired because he refused to start Dan Snyder's boy. Yep. And, and Jay Gruden, like, it, it, for all the problems that he had, uh, he was right. On this. Yes. No, he was he's absolutely 100% right. right. Oh. J- Listen, Jay, if they don't blow things up in Jacksonville, I actually like that coaching staff in Jacksonville. I I have no yeah. idea why. I think Doug Marone's a pretty good coach, okay? I like Jay Gruden as an OC. Jay Gruden took the Bengals to multiple playoff games. Yes. Like Andy Dalton looked better under Jay Gruden's offense. A bunch of crappy quarterbacks looked pretty good in Washington under Jay Gruden. I agree. I agree. So, I don't think Jay was the problem there. And I probably wouldn't make him a head coach because if you don't have the backbone to stand up to the team president and give your opinion and say, listen, this is bad for the team, then then I can't – you can't be the head coach. I need somebody who's going to stand up for the team. Uh, Birdie said, absolutely, Jay may get another chance as a head coach sooner rather than later. He might, he might, but yeah. I, I kind of hope that they keep that thing together in Jacksonville for a minute, just because I, I don't think that coaching staff is inept. I really don't. <laughs> Ryan said, Ryan, players Fitz, <laughs> Ryan Johnson said, Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to the Patriots. Uh, I, listen, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it. it. I wouldn't yeah. hate it. Now they need a rookie. They need to get young and they need to hit on somebody. They yeah. need one of these seven. Well, and they, they also need playmakers, man. A big well, time. They need a, yes. You're they right. need a lot. That, they need so, a lot. They need a lot. McKinnon said, uh, outside of Lawrence, I think all of the quarterback successes depends entirely upon the teams and cultures they're drafted into. Well, I think that's everybody. Uh, it's but not I think just, that's everybody, and yeah. I don't think Lawrence is – if Lawrence went to the Jets, I 100% I'm telling you he would have been a bust. Yeah. We would be writing stories about, wow, this guy just couldn't do it. That organization is so far away, a quarterback ain't fixing them. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Birdie asked, Tyrod fits their interim options. Uh, Dalton maybe – Kate Francis said, bring RG3 back as Alex Smith's backup. What a reunion that would be. Well, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> no, I doubt it. Uh, Ryan, of course, jumping in. Hey, Chris, Big Ben was slinging it downfield on, on Sunday. Mm, I, I wouldn't say that. he was. I think he made two passes downfield. Two, two, both of them for touchdowns. Two. That's not slinging it. He played like shit for one half. Yeah. Played really good for one half. That, okay. Let's, I'm, I'm going to tell you. This is a fraudulent-ass team. They've been fraud all year long, and they got 12 wins. Yeah, they... They, they might have 13 wins. They caught a Colts team that is also maybe a little fraudulent that plays incredibly inconsistently. Yes. Is what it is. Yeah. Uh, before we get into the NFL stuff, uh, let's let's go over some bowl recaps and whatnot. We're not going to spend long on this, but, uh, you know, the Myrtle Beach Bowl, App State, whipped up on North Texas. Uh, the, the BYU-UCF game we thought was going to be super interesting last Tuesday not at all. Ooh, well, I this mean, is what happens when 30-year-old men push around 19-year-old kids. Uh, most certainly. I mean, that, that's just what happened. The whole first half of that game was UCF couldn't do anything. Now, they scored like 20 points in the second half, but man, too little, too late. Yeah, I mean, at BYU didn't even score in the fourth quarter, and they still won 49-23. I mean, yeah, I say, just, they still almost hung 50 on them. Oh, it was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, let's see. Tulane and Nevada. Uh, that was an interesting game. Jay Norvell, of course, takes Nevada. I actually to liked that game a lot. It I was fun. Was, I thought that was a fun game. Tulane has been just the weirdest ass team for me all year, but I enjoy them. I enjoy watching them when I don't have money on them. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Nevada, of course, gets the win there, 38-27. 
Memphis over Florida Atlantic in the Montgomery Bowl. This is a one-time bowl game. Uh, you won't see it again. Memphis wins twenty-five to ten. And uh, look, there was. Did you see the uh, the catch uh, by Washington in this game? Yeah, I mean, no, I watched a lot of this game because it's Memphis. That was the most. So he mistimed his jump, land was landing and reached around the defender to make like a one. It was yeah, absolutely incredible. I um, mean, it, that's one of those things where you know it's luck, not skill. But you know, you got to have hands, I guess, to be able to hold on to it. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Louisiana Tech got absolutely shellacked. We called that one. Um, yep. Georgia Southern thirty-eight to three in that game over La Tech. Uh, the New Mexico Bowl, uh, Hawaii beat Houston 28-14. to Houston had like 20-something dudes out due to uh, academics. Yeah, and so this was weird. This is the problem where we had to do these videos for SBR, and we got to do them like a week in advance before the game, and we don't know any of this stuff. Yeah. And, and it's tough because as we're soon still doing as I all right, that, though. Hey, do you, no, have you kept up with the record? Fine. No, we're still doing No, I don't keep oh, up with hey, it. Hey, Once I give a pick out, I forget that I gave that pick out. I am so. 12 and it's 6. It's good for my sanity when I'm doing badly. So. I am I'm 12 and 6 between. Good. So we give a total and. Yeah, um, we give a total whatever. and a pick. And so I'm 12 and 6, and you're 10 and 8 right now. There you go. I'll so take we're, that. I'll we're take doing that. all right. Um, Buffalo beats Marshall 17 to 10 in the uh, Camellia Bowl. <laughs> That yeah. was about as uh, boring as a football game as you can get. We um, kind of knew that going into that game, yeah. right? Well, so I thought that I Buffalo would be able to score more, but I saw Marshall score first, and and I was I was uh, DMing with a guy that listens sometimes, and and we both were on Marshall, and I was you know excited, and I was like, all right, they got they made Buffalo punt, or no, they intercepted the ball first drive for Buffalo, sc- drove down, scored. I was like, looking good, looking good, and it just. Buffalo scored, and then Buffalo scored again, and Buffalo scored again. I was like, son yep. of a bitch, what is going on here? And it was just it, – that one was painful, not because it was unbearable to watch, but, you know, yeah. seeing oh, yeah. my boy Doc Holliday fall the way he did the last three games. Oh, hurts. it's just rough. Just rough. Uh, Cure Bowl, Liberty wins 37-34 over Coastal in overtime. That was one of the weirdest games that I believe I have ever seen. This um, is the most insane football game. And it was fun. We I mean, my God, it was fun. Uh, Grayson McCall doing his thing. Uh, we we both called the over here. We had the wrong side, but we got the yep. over. And, man, it was just a little too – it was too little too late at the end. Coastal coming back from 12 down with, what, like 10 minutes left in the game. Um, I, it was, I did it was not fun. like any of the play calling when, when Coastal got into the red zone. Oh, it was terrible. I mean, they got – and I'm not just saying the red zone. When they got within, you know, 10 yards, like first and goal, second and goal, whatever the situation was – I, I hated every play. And it wasn't because it just didn't work. I just hated them all. I just thought, man, I didn't like that play call at all. So, Liberty had three turnovers in this game to yes. only one for Coastal and and still found a way to win it. Like, Well, they led the whole time. They didn't yeah. trail at all. Yeah, it was it was crazy. It was crazy. McKinnon said, I'm out, gents, on dad duty today. Have a good night in War Eagle. Hey, cheers to you. You got your coach. Later, we we talked about that last show. Uh, yeah. But this this game, I believe the Cure Bowl was probably the best bowl of the bunch. So right? far, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most entertaining outside of the, the guy we wanted to win didn't win. That's okay. Yeah. No, it, it happened. I had a feeling Hugh Freeze was going to come into this game full of piss and vinegar and ready to fight. I, I feel like you were right. I feel like I you were right. that was going to happen. Uh, Georgia State shellacked Western Kentucky 39-21. We should have probably seen that coming. It felt like Western Kentucky had finally figured some stuff out. 
But yeah, uh, I thought they were going to be better. It is it is what it is. And then uh, the first responder bowl, uh, Louisiana gets the win, thirty one twenty four. They were up twenty four to seven in the third quarter, and yeah, that it is what it is. We called this. We knew this the whole time. We had the under hit. We hit on the side. We knew what was going on. Uh, is what it is. Uh, Michael said, wasn't fun. I bet Coastal as well. Uh, Birdie said, the ULL collapse made me sad. I wanted that cover. Uh, hey, you should have listened to us. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, Ravi D jumps in. More opt-outs for Florida's offense. OU is now the favorite, maybe. Uh, who do you have straight up? Um, I mean, I, I ain't betting it now. I just, <laughs> I, I'm going to ride with Florida still. I still think they're a better football team. Yeah. yeah. I know they've lost a lot of guys, but now it, it might not be a blowout. But as long as we get close to a pick em, I, I think we're done. You know, I think I'll still take Florida to win. Hey, did you hear this about uh, – hey, by the way, so so best bowl game, are we – so far we're going with, uh, with Cure Bowl? Yeah, I'd probably say that, even though it was insanely frustrating to watch. If I didn't have money on it and I didn't love Coach Jamie, it would be easily the best bowl game, not close. Yeah, it just didn't go the I, way we wanted. Personal feelings involved made it a bad bowl game for me, but it was the best to watch. As far as the entertainment value goes, yeah. I don't I know, man. I kind of like when Hawaii goes off on somebody. I really enjoy that. I that's don't know it. why. I just always like that. Oh, I can I can get down with that. I can get down with that's that. That's it. Those are, those are the only two. Um, so, how many of these uh, bowl games have you actually watched? Or how, uh, how about from, this? How many have you watched from start to finish? A zero. No, no, the, no, because the Coastal game, there was – uh, an NFL game on that I was watching a lot of too. None, none, none. from and start so, to finish. I think that I have watched at least like a portion of every game so far. The yes. only one that I have watched all the way through, uh, I had the Memphis game on and I watched uh, UCF and BYU all the way through. So I watched a lot of Memphis, a lot of UCF, BYU, a lot of, uh, of, um, Tulane, and I watched a lot of that Coastal game. The Coastal game had the the problem of going against an NFL game that I actually cared about. Yeah, no, that, that That's makes the sense. issue. That and it sense. turned out to be a great game. That seemed to be the exact same ending, which is one team not wanting to score, not knowing should we score, should we just take the field goal, botching that whole debacle, and it's just weird. Just yeah. all weirdness all along. So, Yep, is what it is. And then I wanted to bring up uh, Salty Dabo Sweeney. Okay. Uh this, with him ranking Ohio State number 11, he was the only coach that ranked Ohio State out of the top 10. Uh, this is kind of turning into a fun, like, I, I, can we call it a rivalry at this point? There's a lot of hate between these two. Well, that might be. At, at some point in time, is this a rivalry the way Tennessee and Alabama's a rivalry? Yeah, like, Ohio they State really hate each one. other, but one team hasn't beaten the other one. Yeah, right. So they've only played three times in the last, uh, what, seven seasons? Yeah. Um, you know, which is still kind of a lot for two teams that are at the top of their leagues. But right. uh, but this was, I mean, interesting, very very interesting. Uh, uh, look, I'm okay with it. I, I you know you know Dabo's crying and whining just drives me insane all the time. It did, but, but this isn't even whining. This is this like, isn't it, no. This isn't crying and whining at all. I like he's, the heel turn. He's he's calling out. Well, he's been healed the whole time. Um, he's calling out the hypocrisy of of the people who run college football. But and here's the thing: Clemson is the one team that has the right to call this out because while they have become this juggernaut, they are not a traditional blue blood. That's true. They, that they are. True. I will tell you. I think they greatly benefit from being in a conference that is dead as hell. Okay, that they have been able to become what they become. 
because everybody knows if you go to Clemson, you the reason they can recruit with the Alabamas and the Ohio States is solely because players want to play for national titles and they know that they can moonwalk to the playoffs yeah. because that conference is dead as hell. Okay, that's why they recruit the way they recruit. I believe if they were in the SEC, they would they would be very they would be the likes of Georgia and Florida and Auburn and LSU, which is every couple of years make a real run and possibly win the national title, but be in the real conversation two to three years, and then every two to three years not be in that conversation. Yeah, that's what I believe. I, I could get down with that. Uh, I might be wrong on that. But but I think they benefit greatly. But the reason he's able to call out this hypocrisy and the flaws of it is because they really aren't of traditional blue blood that traditionally is going to get the protection and the backing of the cronies that run college football. Because I do believe that if Miami and Florida State ever became giants again, um, then then the cronies who run the mobsters that run college football would would push things to their side more than they would push things to Clemson's side. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, Damien jumps in. He said, what's up? Uh, Birdie, of course, trying to get you fired up, said, Chris, factor in that slight letdown for Clemson and the bulletin board material. O-H-I-O, buddy. And then he said, laugh my ass off. I'm about to get yelled at. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fine. All I'm going to say is this. My my wife is the smartest academic person I know. Okay, she's she's a very intelligent person. I don't say that to kiss her ass because she ain't ever fucking listening to this. Okay, <laughs> that's just the truth. She comes from Ohio, and I'm gonna tell you this: she's got to be the top like ink length of a percent of all the academic people that come from there. Anybody that's the easiest state in the world. Our state has a song where you everybody in the world knows how to spell it. Okay. Everybody in the world knows how to spell Mississippi. Ohio is easier to spell than that, and you all need help with it. I think that's insane to me. I think that's one of the dumbest things in the world, where one person says two letters, and you need the other people to fill the other two letters in. (laughs) Wow. I think it's amazing. I also think it's incredible that the best adjective that you have for your school is the letter V. That is a damning (laughs) indictment of the quality of education and creativity for your school. And not only do you attach it to your school, you also attach it to your biggest rivalry game. There's so many ways to, to, to create a rivalry and describe it. And you just have the word the, my God, (laughs) William Shakespeare would be rolling over in his grave right now. Oh my God. I'm I'm enjoying this. Ability to use the English language. It's just so bad. This is coming from a dumbass bumpkin from Mississippi. <laughs> I look down on you. Just know that. Michael said, uh, oh, man, I love it. Um, <laughs> he said, I love the rant. Um, yeah, Denver jumps in, O-H-I-O. Uh, Birdie, of course, laughing. Uh, Ryan said, I bet Chris had a crazy bachelor party during his wedding week. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Uh, no, it was actually Pretty tame. We we went down to Canton. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you this. Went down to Canton. Went to the Hollywood uh, to the uh, NFL Hall of Fame. There you go. Great place to go. Great place to go. As soon as they start allowing people back there, and uh, Joe Thomas will be there, I will be spending a ridiculous amount of money that my wife doesn't know about. That's how I know she doesn't listen to this either. 
to go see Sir Joe Thomas play, and then five not years play, after, but, but be inducted, right? Well, be inducted, yes. Yeah. And then five years after, one Thomas Brady goes in, I'll uh, I'll, I'll go watch him too. So Damien Beautiful said, place. Damien said, "Is this punked? Where's Ashton Kutcher?" Like, no, man, this is just Chris's raw emotions. I just lost a light. Did you see I was that? just about to say, well, no, no lighting changed from your, <laughs> your view. It doesn't look any different. We just heard a crash. Well, that sounds good. I, I thought know, that but, dinosaur of a dog might have might have killed over right there. No, 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 no. We're all good. We're all good. All right. I'm going to turn that light off. I think, I think we're all right. You can see a little more shadow over here now. But either way, it doesn't really matter. I'm not attractive enough for it to make much of a difference. Um, all right, so so... Let's jump off of that. I do like uh, a bit of the heel turn from Dabo. Uh, typically, yeah. it's all about them, and instead, this time, you know, he he votes Ohio State eleven. Ryan Day is getting into it by talking about Clemson stealing uh, signs on defense, and that's what makes uh, and it's all completely legal. But that's what makes Brent Venable so good is he already knows what the next play is going to be because he knows what the signs, are, you know, blah blah blah. This is a lot of fun, and I cannot you think wait. Venables for this will ever take a head coaching job if it's the right one, but it's going to have to be like a big, big job. Like, See, that's my problem is I don't know. This is a completely different guy. I think he would have taken Auburn. I don't know that he will take a job like that because he don't want to deal with the boosters. He doesn't yeah. seem to want to deal with all the media stuff. If you're that guy, you take a, a Memphis job and say, listen, I'm going to come here and I'm going to do this job, but I don't want to talk to anybody. All right. I'm going to hire other people and you He'd can talk to it. them. He'd never take it. Yeah. That's, it's not the right job. You you no, have to pay him because he's he's going to end up making about what Steve Sarkeesian is going to make, and, and Steve Sarkeesian's contract at Alabama yeah. is going to be three and a half million dollars a year no, as an offensive no, coordinator. I know, I know it's about the money. I'm not saying that. I'm yeah. just saying to go to one of these big schools that are going to pay you five, six, seven million a year, you also have to do all this extra shit. And I don't know that he ever wants to do that. Which I'll tell you yeah. this, I would. I would not handle doing those things. I would do them, and I would be honest, and then I would be fired for not what I did on the field, but shit I said on a radio call, or telling yep. a booster to piss off. Like, <laughs> like that's that would be the problem. Is I think Brett was going to have some booster coming to his ear, trying to tell him about the the defense that they run at Auburn and how they need to switch to a three four, and he's going to tell that guy to go take a walk off the bridge and then he's going to get a call and he's going to get a talking to, he's going to say, I ain't doing this shit. Yeah. I believe it. Uh, That's the right. problem. I, I actually really respect him and like him a lot. Oh, agree. A whole lot. I mean, a whole, whole lot. Uh, Ryan wants to know, are we going to talk NFL? Uh, yeah, let's get to it. Ryan, as a matter of fact, we're going to go ahead and start that bad boy right now. NFL. That was, that was the whole purpose of this show was the NFL recap. And we did what? 30, well, 45 we, minutes of bullshit. We only had one show last week and and, you know, we, we haven't put enough effort into winning Cures Everything, and we apologize for that. So, um, let's see. You would do both of those things. Chris, are you short? Uh, no, he's not short. He's uh, uh, I'm not tall. I'm 5'10". Yeah. I'm 5'10 on a good day. I'm always 5'10", I guess. Yeah, it is what it is. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, let's do NFL Week 16 recap rolling through. Um, let, so I'm looking at the um, I'm looking at the ESPN scoreboard, and we'll okay. roll through in order. On Christmas Day, the Saints put up 52 on the Vikings, and my God, um, Zimmer came out and said. This is the worst defensive team, <laughs> like basically. Like I, I did a poor job this year. This is the worst defensive team I've ever coached. Uh, we, we can't do, you know, whatever. Like we, we can't do anything. This was crazy. Like, so I watched all of this game, and you know what I thought? The, the defense got to the ball fine. Our, our buddy Scuzz, he's a, he's a Minnesota guy. Okay, yeah. that's where he's from, and and you know I was like, man. You boys need guys that know how to tackle. They got to the ball, and they just, like, not even a hard hit put a shoulder on somebody to maybe knock them down or to maybe knock them out of bounds, to just nudge them a little. Could, and like, couldn't, couldn't wrap up? Couldn't do anything? They didn't even try, but they didn't even try to wrap up. I mean, yeah. like, their arms were tucked in, and they did this over and over again. I just thought, what what are you doing? It was weird. This is going to be one of those situations. Mike Zimmer's going to murder somebody. Like, he's he's literally going to murder them. He, he may... Uh, he may retire because of this game. Like, yeah, I don't know if he can fix that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just I, insane. I do think this is one of those scenarios where, let's be real careful crowning Drew Brees back. Alvin Kamara went nutso in this game. Yeah, he had six rushing touchdowns. I don't know that touchdowns. Drew Brees is good at football still. Have, have we had be a, real careful. Have we had a running back uh, go for six touchdowns in a game? No, I thought the only person that ever hit six was Sayers, as a, and he's a receiver, so. Well, Gail Sayers was a... Well, Gail Sayers was a running back. I don't know that Gail Sayers hit six. I don't know that he, he did. He tied somebody for six. I thought it was Sayers, though. It might be. It might be. Either way, um, Birdie asked, uh, could it be that the Bears are freaking... Well, we'll get to the Bears. Uh, did Kamar have six touchdowns? Yes. Uh, as a Broncos fan and SEC, uh, SEC fan, it hurt my heart watching Judy struggle. Uh, yeah, the drops. Like he, I don't know what's going on there. I just So, they, Gail Sayers did score six touchdowns in one game. That's it. But I don't know... Holy shit, he was a rookie when he did that? That can't be right. That's crazy. That, that, that is that crazy. Can't be right. uh, I might be wrong on that. Heading into Saturday, December 26th, Bucks beat the Lions 47-7, to and that was a beating. Uh, by the way, we, we have never, and I went back and looked over the last four years to see if we have ever had uh, two completely opposite Sundays as far as gambling goes. Your gambling picks went 0-5 yep. this weekend, and I went 4-1, and and we have never had a chasm that big Ever. Like, that's how you know that this sport is insane because yep. you watch way more NFL than I do. And and I, I went 4-1 and one and you went 0-5. And, and that is nuts. Yep. So, um, let's see. Uh, Michael said, Judy can't pout and then make drops like that. That dude better grow up. Uh, yeah, he needs to improve. Big time. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, we'll get there. 49ers, 20, Cardinals, 12. Kyler Murray has got an injury. Uh, he, he didn't play well in this game at all. Uh, I, the 49ers, like, I, I cannot figure this team out. I don't know. C.J. Beathard came in and threw three touchdowns and looked fantastic. Uh, not three touchdowns. I'm sorry. What, what did he do? What did he do? Um, did I have that right? 
Yeah, he yeah, threw he three touchdowns. Threes. Yeah, okay, okay. I, I thought I remembered that right. Um, yeah, but it like again, third string quarterback comes in against the Cardinals. Like, it, it color me shocked that Cliff Kingsbury couldn't figure this thing out. Like, yeah, Cliff has proven to be a really bad football coach right now. And and here's the other thing with this: the 49ers, Now you know how I feel about Kyle. Okay. Yeah. I. If we had to draft all the coaches right now to build a franchise, he would be my first coach take. Okay. He yeah. just would. Right. Bill is too old. That's the only reason Bill and Andy don't get it. I don't think Andy's going to live that long and Bill's going to quit or kill somebody. Um, <laughs> the 49ers, I don't think have lost, and I'm doing this off of memory. I don't think they've lost two games in a row this year. That's pretty nuts. Like, they look really lost, bad no, in the game in the very lost. next week. They've lost nine games, and they've only won six. Oh, then they six. have to. If math, yeah. The math wouldn't work out right if they didn't. Yeah, they lost uh, two straight to the Eagles and Dolphins. They lost okay. three straight to the Seahawks, Packers, and oh, Saints. Yeah, no, I and was they, wrong on that. They, they had they lost three straight look, before this. They look really bad a game, and they look good the next game, and maybe they still lose those games. But they, they just don't look bad two games in a row. Uh, Birdie said, cards played so uninspired, I would be thinking seriously about firing Kingsbury because what will change next year if they're in that spot? Uh, nothing. I don't think so either. Nothing will change. The problem is, is you have kind of designed that offense completely around what Kingsbury does. That means you have, you are handcuffed to who you hire because you have to hire an air raid guy. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Like that, the downside of building a team around the identity of a head coach is you're married to not that head coach necessarily, but to the style of play. So that means you have to go find the right head coach that runs that same style of play, or you have to deconstruct it and rebuild it again. And that's just not easy to do in the NFL. Hey, I'm going to tell you, uh, we're moving to Dolphins Raiders. I am here by myself. I got to go let this dog out because it's about to shit in the house. So go, go ahead and roll with Dolphins Raiders. <laughs> go, Dolphins Raiders. Oh, yeah, this is the, the, the crazy, insane game. All right, this is the best thing for us to do with Gary leaving is – I'm going to shit on Tua Tungavailoa right now. If Tua Tungavailoa didn't play for the Dolphins, a team that is that strongly have, have that strong of leadership in the locker room, have a quarterback that's behind him that should be in front of him, um, that is that is that good and that much of a professional, and then uh, uh, an offensive system and a defense that strong, we would be crushing Tua, and we would be writing him off. We wouldn't be treating him like Dwayne Haskins. But he would definitely be treated like Sam Darnold or, or some of these other guys that have been drafted and did not look good the rookie year at all. Okay. Tua has been a complete and utter disappointment failure. My guy, Brian Foyas, who I love a lot, I think is hitching his wagon to the wrong horse. And I think it's going to hurt him badly. For him to keep saying Tua's our guy, Tua's going to be our starter going forward. And, and, him having to struggle their way through games and just the offense looks abysmal. And then we're going to go to quote unquote, Mariana Rivera, which is what Flores says all the time. Listen, you don't bring Mariana Rivera in, in the second half, you bring him in to get three outs. Okay. And this is the problem with Tua Tunga Vailoa and the dolphins team right now. All right. But, they have a problem. They can be legit playoff teams. I'm talking about your boy. Yep, they, about two, got, right? they got to sit him. They got to sit him. I, I don't understand. Football has always been, and it's supposed to always be, all the people that hated on 
I'm gonna I'm about to get into a different type of subject here, but all the people that said you can't bring Kaepernick back. It's got nothing to do with the protest. He's just not good at football. Football is a meritocracy. All those people need to look themselves in the mirror and say, is it really a meritocracy? Because right now we got definitive proof that one guy's not as good as the other. And this team is in a playoff spot. It's not like, well, we have nothing to win, so let's just put him out there and get him the reps and let him learn. No, no, no. They're really competing. And and they're putting the worst guy out there. For what? For optics? I don't get it. I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it. I am I am predisposed to hate things from Alabama. I'm trying to put my biases away. But I'm, I'm watching him play football. They got 45 yards in the first half. I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. And, and, and literally uh, in, in one quarter, Fitzpatrick comes in, he's got 189 yards. How in the hell does that happen? Um, so I got a lot of guys in here talking about, um, <laughs> Bertie said that's a huge dog and that would be a huge uh, monster crap. Yeah. Uh, Ryan said Tua doesn't deserve to be in the NFL. Let's, I'm not going to go that let's far. Let's just hold off a little bit because I'm it's been eight saying games. the guy can't play. I'm Agreed. saying there's no reason for him to be playing right now. I agree with that because they are in a playoff race. They have a shot at, at <laughs> I mean, a ton of wins here. Like, what, what are they? They're, they're 10 and 5. They got a chance to go 11 and 5. They got a chance to win a playoff game. They got a chance yes. to go deep in this thing. They got a good <laughs> enough defense. Their special teams are great. Fitzpatrick, when he plays, is awesome. Like, that's, awesome. so I, I don't understand. Like, there was a, a time when he was not playing all that well, so you could somewhat understand why they would try and work with Tua. Uh, now, this was not supposed to be a playoff season. This was not supposed to be that. That's why they had Fitzpatrick on here to begin with. It was, it was to mentor the rookie. That's the way this works. He is a wonderful locker room guy, and he's a fantastic mentor for other quarterbacks. That's the way it goes. He understands. But he's also a competitor. But he he's is certainly. absolutely a competitor. Yes. And he came out when he got benched for Tua. He came out, and he he told the media. Like, I want to play. I don't know what I did wrong. I not, not, not a shot at Tua, but you can't take my job from me. I have not been the reason we lose these games. Yeah. And I'm out here leading this team. And every time he gets on the field, man, we talk about this all the time. Everybody in the locker room knows who the better quarterback is. Yes. When when the wrong quarterback's playing, it's really hard to motivate that offensive line. Tua Tungavailoa is getting killed by sacks. And my question is, is he really that bad? Is he holding the football that long? Or is this offensive line just know we're playing the, the worst guy? And it's really hard for them to sacrifice their bodies on every damn play. So he he does a lot. So what Tua does is he... He dumps off a ton. He goes with the yep. absolute safest throw. He yep. did not do that at Alabama. Like he he knew that that offense was his. Ass open, Gary. Oh, he, uh, agreed, agreed. This but he, was the argument for Alabama quarterbacks coming out because until Tua, there hasn't been an Alabama quarterback that's been successful at all, and Tua has not proven to be successful yet. Now it's very correct. early. It's, not killing this kid yet. But. Yeah, he's he's not losing games for him. I mean, he's only got two interceptions on the entire season. So he's he's but doing okay matter. as far as that, but but he cannot get them down the field. And I wonder if part of that is still part of the injury. He doesn't feel comfortable enough throwing the football down the field. That's what I'm curious about. Um, now, I, Michael, of course, said, let's see Gary get mad. Uh, let's see Gary try and defend him. Um, look, I'm not trying to – like, obviously, Fitzpatrick is a better quarterback right now. Like, he, we're eight games into the career of Tua Tagovailoa, and he's still coming off of an – like – 
This time no, last year, stop with he was in a hospital man. bed. He, hang on. I get that. You got to stop with that, though. If he, When he first came back, you could worry about the injury. We're eight games into his career, and we have seen nothing from his injury flare up. We Agreed. have not seen him be limited mobility-wise. We have not seen him be limited with throwing motion-wise. Now, he did miss games. Of that nature. He, he has taken hits. He's taken shots right, all he, day long. He's also it's missed, not the injury. He's also missed games with a thumb injury. So what? What do you want me to say? Like, my God, I'm not defending him. That's what I want you to say. I want you to say that this kid's good at dumping the ball off, which is what he did at Alabama. He dumped the ball off to crazy elite weapons, and those guys took him to house calls. That's not true. It's just not. That was you're right because he threw a lot of deep balls to guys that were wide ass open, where he didn't have to fit a ball in a window ever in his life. Your your bias is showing just a touch. Just it a might touch. be. It might be. Like, but guess what? <laughs> show me when he's hit a window in the NFL. Show me when he's thrown a throw that that won a game or was a big time play that was a guy covered because that's how guys are open in the NFL. They're open by inches. They're not open by feet and they're not open by yards. Agreed. Agreed, and I'm not arguing that point. Again, Fitzpatrick is the better quarterback right now. I don't know what two is going to turn into. I have no idea. Right now, it don't look good. I know that he's not getting his guys beat, um, but it is what it is. Uh, Bernie really said, I'm with you, Gary. Uh, you're disappointed. It's not him. It is Flores. Flores is the head coach. If Flores went in there and said, we're competing for an, a, a Super Bowl right now. We're, we're fighting for a playoff spot right now, and I need to start the right guy. Flores, Flores is not coming out there saying two is our man because the, the owner told him to do that. The GM would be coming out and saying two is our man if, if, if he wanted to. It, Flores, Flores would not be doing that. Flores, so, Birdie said, prime example of a coach protecting his first rounder. Brilliant job. If Tua pans out, it's all Flores. You can't buy these reps through Chris. Uh, or you can't buy these reps, though, Chris. At least Flores coaches to win. You can't buy these reps. Uh, 100%. Ryan said, uh, Fitzpatrick is a gunslinger, baby. Uh, Michael said, Tua's a great dude. He's probably the only dude who you could sit, and he would be fine with it and learn from it. I think that's a big part of this. Like, he's getting the reps. He's, you you feel like he is the more talented quarterback. Uh, he's not as old as Fitzpatrick. Like, obviously. So, Sunday, obviously, when, he, when, when the game starts Sunday, all right, and he can't move the offense, and whoever they're playing moves the offense and scores on them, and they get behind. Now they're behind in the game and you now lose this game and you miss the playoffs because you tried to do this thing to getting these reps that you can't buy. And what, you know what you can't buy? You can't buy the value of playoff games. You can't buy that. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Denver said, let's get Fitz in Denver to mentor my boy Locke. Uh, no, you just need to move on from Locke. <laughs> All right. We spent enough time on that. You just missed uh, out on it. Let's see. Fitzgerald throws uh, three touchdowns, then throws uh, three picks. Uh, he's a journeyman. Hell, um, but that's the game. The fact that two is yeah. playing it safe, <clears throat> zero quarterbacks out there that, that are actually worth their salt in the NFL have no interceptions. Every great quarterback right now, because that's the game of football, it is you got to risk it for the biscuit, baby. That's yeah. just part of it. Right now, Patrick Mahomes has more interceptions than he's ever thrown in his life. Russell Wilson has more interceptions than he's ever thrown in his life. Tom Brady, more interceptions than he ever. Aaron Rodgers, more interceptions than he's ever thrown in his life. Why? Because the game has changed. And taking safe passes don't work anymore. You have to get big chunks. You have to get big plays. You have to break the will of the defense. Because if you let them sit in a box, they'll shut you down all day long. It's, uh, the biggest part of this, like Miami would not be as good as they are without that defense. Period. No matter no, who the starting the quarterback was, but yeah. but if if they were to start to it and not bring Fitzpatrick in, they lose two or three of these games. Oh, absolutely. Now they're not anywhere close to the playoffs. Yeah. No, I I agree with you. I agree. Tyrone jumps yeah. in. Chris is telling the truth. Uh, let's see. 
<laughs> Can we move on from this? We'll find yeah, out we in can. two years. Yes, let's move on. Um, good gracious. Uh, the, y'all, are, y'all are all over this topic. Um, moving into Sunday. Colts-Steelers. Steelers 28, Colts 24. Uh, I called this one because it made absolutely zero sense. That's why I took the Steelers. Everybody I felt like was on the Colts. And, uh, and the Steelers get it done in the second half. Birdie brought up an interesting point, something that I saw last night that, uh, that I did not know was, was truthful or not. Um, but Big Ben called all the plays in the second half. Like, apparently, the offensive coordinator called all the plays in the first half, and Ben called his own plays in the second half, and they came back from 24-7 to and won this ballgame. What kind of an indictment is that on Randy Feetner? The offensive I mean, that's coordinator. A, that that's a problem, and that's a situation that uh, that um, uh, Mike's gonna have to address. I mean, you're the head coach, right? Yes. You gotta you gotta handle that. I just I, I don't know. I don't even know what to make of it. You know, Juju ended up nine receptions, ninety six yards, and a touchdown. Uh, that's you know kind of a big deal for him after he stopped dancing on logos and all that kind of mess for his TikTok, whatever else. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, pretty big day, 18 carries, 74 yards, two touchdowns for Indianapolis. Um, Phillip Rivers, you know, not a bad day, I, I guess. 22 out of 35, 270 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Uh, but Big Ben, I mean, big-time performance here, 34 out of 49, 342 yards, and three touchdowns. And there was no running game whatsoever from the Steelers, and it didn't matter. It was kind of surprising. Uh, it shouldn't be surprising. I, I, I'm still in that stage where I feel like you have to be able to run to win ball games, and that's just not the case in the NFL at all. Uh, it, it's really, really strange. But, uh, but yeah, Steelers get the win there. Um, let's All right, how about this? Titans-Packers. Uh, well, uh, that was a beatdown. Yep. That was, uh, it was fun to watch a game in the snow, but, you know, 19 to nothing, and the game was over because you knew Tennessee couldn't come back from that deficit. Uh, did the Packers figure out how to play defense and stop the run, or did the Titans just not have the the will mental to fortitude? Run the football? They they did not. I think that the snow affected the Titans more than they thought it would. And I know that that's a ridiculous excuse and whatever, but it was cold and it was crazy. And when Aaron Rodgers and them came out and scored, you know, three times fairly quickly in the I mean, it was through the second quarter, but like. They got down 19 to nothing and they tried to come back, but like they their defense could not stop Green Bay. What And now their defense hasn't stopped anybody. We thought their defense wasn't going to stop them the whole game. I mean, we both in previewing this game, I thought we both took the over. Um yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe we I'm did. wrong on that. I I know I took the over because I didn't think either one of these defenses would show up. So Aaron Rodgers going off on the Titans isn't anything impressive or I, I not that it's not impressive. Well, it wasn't it wasn't it, just it Aaron Rodgers. unpredictable. It was it was the fact that AJ Dillon had 21 carries for 124 yards and then Aaron Jones had 10 carries for 94 yeah. yards. I mean but, 230 rushing yards for the Packers. But that's what we that, that's what we talked about. We said both these teams are going to run the football. I I know that Aaron can throw it. So yeah. so I thought both these offenses Offenses would be unstoppable because I didn't think the Packers could stop the run. The Packers did stop the run. Yeah. You, you can't go up two touchdowns without getting the other team to go three and out. And how they get them to go three and out? Derrick Henry ran the ball three times for like two and a half yards. I mean, it was that's, it was bad. That's, that's why Titans punt it the first time. And then they punt it the second time because Garrett Henry ran twice for like a yard and a half. He was getting nothing. Nothing. 
And we haven't seen that from the Packers defense all year long. Uh, Mark jumps in and said, Rodgers MVP. Uh, Ryan said, Aaron Rodgers is unstoppable. Michael said, Vrabel gave up. That was an absolute joke. And then he said, I hope they miss out on the playoffs because of this embarrassment. Uh, Birdie said, no, like I said, bad weather, protect your guys. Cold equals hamstring injuries. <laughs> I, don't, I doubt that. Uh, Ryan said, I thought Malcolm Butler, Adoree Jackson, and Desmond King were three elite corners. Well, they were at one point. Uh, well, Malcolm Butler didn't have a terrible game. I mean, he, you know, Dory Jackson is it. I mean, he just came back off injury. He was out for yeah. most of this season. So, yeah. like, you know, uh, Mark said Tennessee can't play from behind. That is 100% the truth. Well, Tannehill the truth. Ain't, the, ain't the gunslinger. That's the truth. And Tann- so, Tannehill, a lot of people praise Tannehill all the time. Tannehill is a good quarterback. Let's not get this wrong. He ain't a great quarterback. Well, everybody forgets in the playoffs last year, Tannehill, what, he, he didn't even have a 100-yard passing no, game, did he? he didn't do anything. He handed the ball to the monster. Yeah. But when the monsters get shut down, then then you can't do anything. Yeah. No, you're, you're 100% right about I mean, they, they showed on the breakdown after the game was over with last night. Uh, NBC did. The Packers had nine guys in the box the entire game. They literally said Tannehill beat us. Yeah. And he couldn't do it. Yeah. Michael said we can officially say that the Titans didn't want to risk their lives. <laughs> they didn't. They did not. Um, let's see. Denver jumps in. Most teams struggle in December on the frozen tundra. That's uh that's certainly part of it. That is true, um, but I just had a feeling that if you if you have a beast like maybe I'm putting too much into Henry. Okay. Yeah. If you have a beast like Henry, I gotta think that the 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 other team for the Packers, the home team, doesn't want to tackle him in the cold, just like you don't want to tackle anybody else in the cold. You would think so, but man, it, that was that was crazy. That was crazy. Um, Falcons lose by three to the Chiefs, seventeen to fourteen. That was kind of surprising. Chiefs man, had scored a team that just can't win a football game. Uh, agreed. Also, the Chiefs uh, playing down to the level of competition again. It, it just happens. Over and over and over. And you know that they are the best team in football. And and it yeah. is amazing to me that they can flip a switch when they want to. Uh, yes. Yes. They like are I, the best. They're the best team. And it, you can Aaron Rodgers is probably going to get the MVP. Okay. And he probably deserves it, by the way. He ain't the best player in football. No, right? it's, it's Patrick a, it's is Mahomes. the best player in football. I don't know why they dick around the way they do, but they just don't give a shit in half these games. It's nuts. Uh speaking they're of the best team still. Speaking of not giving a shit, uh the Jets and the Browns, the Jets don't give a shit about that first-round pick or that first overall well, pick at all. They had, they had lost that pick already. Well, agreed. But, I mean, you still could have gotten the Jags the, to, to get a win or something, they right? They would have needed the Jags to either beat the Ravens this week, which they got smoked, or the Colts next week who are fighting for a playoff spot. So, I don't think that's happening. So, go ahead and try to win. Um, Yeah, I mean, I guess so. But it, it, so, so, the Browns, without wide receivers – uh, or linebackers. Or linebackers. Or linebackers. We did not have a starting linebacker or a starting wide receiver all year touch the field. So, Sam Darnold now has, has won two straight games. Yes, sir. Um, do we change our tune on him, or is he just not good? It's hard. I, whoever the next coach is is going to have to sit down and evaluate what they think of him. I think this is a pretty quarterback deep draft. I also am of the opinion that I believe college football has gotten really good. And I think every year there's going to be four or five guys that you could draft. I, I maybe I'm wrong. You're, you're Andrew Lux, you're, you're, you're Peyton Manning's. You're just guaranteed sure things. Everyone assumes it's going to be Trevor Lawrence is going to be one of those guys. They come around once a decade, but for the most part, 
pretty good quarterbacks come around all the time. I mean, Patrick Mahomes was just a guy, okay, that people liked his talent but didn't know if, you know, you know, it could translate to the NFL or whatever, and he never was on, like, a great team in college. But he put up big numbers. You know, it's just kind of one of those things where, you know, sometimes these guys are amazing, sometimes they're not. I think Watson is an incredible quarterback. I also think Watson plays on a shit team, and so what he does doesn't matter. That's a, that's a valid point. That is a valid point. Um, it, tell me about this. There's You don't have any wide receivers playing, and, and Baker Mayfield throws the ball 53 times, and they only run it 18, and three of those were quarterback scrambles? So before yesterday, Kevin Stefanski was in the conversation, and justifiably so, for being coach of the year. After yesterday... He should he should not enter that conversation for a long time. I I just don't understand. Like I I, I get it because you you go down thirteen to three and I, all of a sudden oh we got to throw to to catch back up. But like you're only down ten. Like yeah. you're you're down ten with three quarters left to play. You're not down ten with four minutes left to play. I I just I I didn't now, understand. They were stopping the run. They were a hundred. So this is this is another damning indictment on Baker Mayfield. They were putting nine guys in the box and saying Baker beat us. Yeah. And Baker couldn't beat them. Well, I mean, it, again, at the same time, Baker also didn't have any wide receivers. <laughs> no, he didn't. But I mean, he, I mean, some of these tight ends he's been throwing to for the last two years, they've been there and he had no problem hitting them the last couple of weeks and couldn't hit them. And, and, you know, and, and there were drops as well. Hunt missed a ball that hit him in the face twice. That sucks. Those would have been two first downs. But I don't know anything. These things change the game. They ran the football, none, none. And they, they weren't successful at it. But I think it's one of those things where when you're not good at it, you just got to keep trying. Yeah. Um, no, somebody asked, was Landry playing? No, Landry was not playing. Landry was in the hot tub. Birdie said, Warren Sharp said it was brilliant. He said, because the wide receivers were out throwing was the right call. And he said, Warren Sharp said that, not me. Um, I don't understand. So I agree a lot with Warren Sharp. This is a dude that is a math-based analytical guy, and yeah. he is right far more times than he is wrong. This guy knows this league better than most GMs, and I'm not going to say more than coaches, but better than some coaches. He's He is a he a sharp guy, no yeah. pun intended. He's super smart. He, yeah. He, I don't know that I agree with that. I just I don't. don't. I don't at all. Um, now, I will say this. So he, he threw – looking at the targets – uh, 15 targets to Austin Hooper, yep. 11 targets to Jamarcus Bradley. Yep. This is the only Bradley time. did this, well. Yeah, oh, he did fine. Five receptions for 60 yards, um, and he had not played in a game all year. Yeah, it, like, it, it is life. Uh, Kareem Hunt had five targets. Nick Chubb had five targets, caught all five of them. Harrison Bryant had seven. Like, you had one wide receiver that had the majority of the targets. Um, you know, I, yeah. I, I don't get it. Like, I, I don't understand um, the I mean, Chubb point. was five for five for catching the football. Yeah. Like, he's your best player. Get him the ball. If you're not going to run it with him, get him in space and throw the football to him. Yeah, get, give him more than five targets. Yep. You know, that's all I'm saying. Anyway. It just it didn't make any sense to me. That, like, the play calling didn't make a lot of I, I just Somebody said they had the best offensive line in football. Why not run the ball? The, their two best, not two of the best. They're probably second and third best offensive linemen were out with COVID also. Yeah. Um, Bears 41, Jaguars 17. Um, so, Birdie mentioned this earlier up here about maybe the Bears have got this thing figured out. See if I can find it. Um, 
it, mm, it looks like that offense looks okay. I mean, it, it could definitely be that they played the Jags. Uh, they are eight and seven right now. Um, you know, they lost a ton of games in a row. Now they have won three straight against the Texans, Vikings, and the Jags. They've got the Packers this weekend. Uh, as far as the standings go, I don't know what the standings are. I got it. For... I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Boom. What you got? Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> Packers are twelve and three. Yep. So the, this will be for the number one seed. This will um, be for the number one seed because they have the tiebreaker. No, it won't. The Tampa's got ten wins. This will be for the number two seed. So Chicago really needs to. They win this. They they are the two seed, I believe, what? over the Rams. Uh, they would both be. Oh no! Right now the Rams are nine and seven, nine and six. If the Rams win, uh, they'll they'll be the two seed. And Chicago will just stay that third seed. They need for them to get to the two seed. They would need to win, and they would need the Rams to lose, which the Rams are going to play without golf. So, well, either way, uh, it, so we're looking at the Cardinals, the Bears, and the Rams as wild card teams, right? Um, yeah, probably. I think there's, uh, I, I mean, there's a world where Arizona gets in the wild card. I mean, that, well, uh, they've got two games up on everybody else. So I, I there, no, the Bears and the Cardinals are the exact same record, and I don't think they yeah. played each other this year. That's that's what I'm saying is that there are seven teams from the NFC that are going to get in. Um, yeah, and, but only three wild card spots. Right, and the wild so cards, three wild card spots are going to be Tampa's already clinched one. So you've got the Rams at nine and six now. Cardinals and Arizona are both eight and seven. Only one of the Cardinals are, are uh, oh, that's, sorry, Cardinals are the Bears. Only one of the Cardinals or the Bears are getting in. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So, so really, the Bears have to win, and the Cardinals. I think the Bears would have the uh, the tiebreaker. I think the Bears have the tiebreaker, but I don't know. I don't think they played each other. Maybe they did, and I don't remember. This year's been totally effed up in my brain. Um, but yeah, this is one of those games where I think if they win, they're in. But they're going to have to play the Packers, and and the Packers you know, actually want to win. Well, they have to win to get the to, to maintain that first place. Now they have twelve wins, and they're in first right now. If they lose this, and New Orleans beats them, I think New Orleans has a tiebreaker over them. They played once already this year, but yes. I don't remember who won. Yes, New Orleans. Uh, no, 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 no. The Packers have the beat. If the Packers have the tiebreaker, then they don't have to win at all. Um, and then also Seattle. I don't know that they played each other. And I don't know who has a tiebreaker in that scenario. They're both one game back. The Packers beat the Saints thirty-seven to thirty uh, okay. back in Week Three. Did they huh. play Seattle by chance? Uh, let's see, Seahawks. Nope. Nope. Yeah. So then I don't. And then I don't know the tiebreaker between if the Seattle wins and Green Bay loses, they would have the same record. I have no idea who who would get that spot. That is interesting. What What I do want, cousin Sal brought this up on on Bill Simmons and his show where where they do guess the lines. Um, he brought this up this week at, at, when they got into talking about this game. I have, cause cause it's a valid thing. I've heard this my, in, my entire life that this is the best rivalry in football. Okay. About, what, and Packers, it, uh, Packers and bears, Packers bears. Yeah. And, and I don't, I don't disagree with it. I actually, I actually probably agree with it. I don't, I don't know that it's close. I think it's a pretty great rivalry. Yeah. The problem is, is every time I've watched this game, my entire life, I don't know that a great game stands out in my head. Either the Bears are really good and the Packers are struggling, rebuilding, or just an off night, and they get their ass kicked, or or the Packers are really good and the Bears are struggling or reeling, or for whatever reason, they get their ass kicked. I don't know that I've watched a great game ever. There's been a couple of games where one team had a massive lead, 
and the whole game was really boring and the other team came back and it was a huge collapse. But I don't know that those games are fun to watch when you just have one team score. Basically, the Browns-Titans game from a couple of weeks ago. The final score tells you it's a good game, but really it was two halves of really bad football. Yeah. I, yeah. Cousin Sal's request was, is, I don't care who wins or loses this game. I don't have a dog in this fight. I just want to, if this is supposed to be the greatest rivalry in the NFL, can we get a good damn game one time? It'd can be we nice. get a great game from start to finish? I mean, I wish. I don't know uh, that that's... Listen, th- so it, here's it, here's the best game. The the one that stands out the most to me, I had to go look it up. Uh, 2011, the playoff game between the Bears and the Packers, when Jay Cutler went out with an injury, and, yep. and they said and that he could have come back. Yep. Yeah, so, I remember that. The MJDs of the world were sitting on their ass at home. Oh, saying, yeah. I'd have played through it, yeah. Yeah, so that was, the, that. That was the 2010 NFC Championship But game. when Jay goes out, that game's over. So, so that game was incredible. And then when he go out, like the third quarter, so yeah, we missed the fourth quarter. There. Yeah. So so once he goes out, we don't we know that game's no longer what it is. Well, the crazy thing is that the Bears scored fourteen, like they're all of their points they scored in the fourth quarter. Like they they came back to make it a twenty one to fourteen yeah. game, but uh, but yeah, I mean it, it was so so it was fourteen to nothing at halftime. It, and, and then I'm it was sure, fourteen to seven. I'm sure we have seen great games from these two teams, and I just don't remember them off the top of my head. I'm I'm sure they have happened, but every game that I can think back from, I mean, through the Favre years, through through those those great, uh, uh, you know, Brian Urlacher years with the Bears and stuff. Yeah, that's like what I, Birdie's saying. Like they they were all. I remember some of those, but I remember when these two teams played one another. There was a lot of buildup and a lot of hype, and one team shows up and the other one doesn't. Yeah, it happens it's, it's a weird. lot. Uh, Mark jumps in and said Steelers Ravens is the best rivalry, and and as far uh, as that's as far as the two, that's probably the best rivalry from teams and from a competitive standpoint. Yeah, but this thing's been going on for a hundred years, and the Ravens have been around for less than twenty. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not much. That's really it's, it's hard for me to swallow a rivalry. There's a before well before it was the Ravens and Steelers, it was it was the Browns and Steelers, and yeah, and the Browns were yeah. not very good for a long yeah. time. But that was that was the hatred. Like that's what no, that yeah, was. there's there's hatred in those. The, the competitive balance, Ravens Steelers, is probably the best. Well, I don't think it's probably. I think it is the best. Yeah, it's it's just a matter of it just hasn't been going on. There, there's an old comedy bit that I heard. I'm not making fun of. I'm gonna make fun of somebody's religion, but basically, a a, a guy heard somebody talk to him about you know joining the Mormonhood, and he he went and asked his dad. He was like, Dad, he was like, if your religion's been around so short where where I can ask my dad, did this happen? And he say no, because he was alive when it happened. Like, it probably isn't real. Like, that, <laughs> you know. I, so I understand. I just I think, understand. I, I, I think that a rivalry has been around, you know, if I'm older than the rivalry, eh, okay. And I'm an old bastard, but, you know, 20 years is not a long time. I have no idea when the you know, the Ravens stole the Browns football team. Um, let's move off of Bears-Jags since we didn't actually talk about the game. We just talked about the next game for the Bears. Um, the Giants and the Ravens, 27-13. The Ravens get the win. They are 10-5 and now. Looks like they are going to be in the playoffs. Everything looks good on that front. So. Um, you know, not much to say there. The Giants are playing themselves out of the NFC East race, uh, I think. Uh, but again, the NFC East is terrible, so who knows. Uh, we'll move on from there. Bengals Texans 37-31 since he gets the win. And did you see the post-game comments from J.J. Watt? 
I did. I did. I, I think he was dead on. He was 100% no, right. I do. I like to shit on JJ a lot. He's he's a guy that I find I find he does a lot of great things for humanity, more than I'll ever do in my life, but he seems to always do them in front of a camera and that Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, that's fine. Whatever, JJ. He likes talking about JJ. He's yes. 100% right in this. I need Twitter and Facebook to come up with an algorithm to where if I've watched a video, I'm great that 9,000 people re- retweeted it. I, it needs to get a million retweets. I need it to recognize the fact that I clicked on it and listened to it with sound and everything from start to finish. And I don't need and to see it again. And now I need it to not pop up in my feed again. Yeah, I so, would like that. If somebody can get in touch with one of the people, if you own Facebook or Twitter and you know how to work all those things, if you could tweet that for me, I'd be great. Everybody else is offering for asking for money. They're all asking for a job. They're asking for stock shares and all that stuff. Like, I just want you to tweet this shit. Yeah. That's all. Simple enough. Simple enough. Uh, Damien said J.J. White for president, damn it. Uh, he wouldn't get my vote. Uh, J.J.'s speech was epic, said Denver Gator. Yeah, it, it was 100% right. I mean, everything oh, about it was right. Oh, he is 100% right, right yeah. by the way. I appreciate the value of somebody just doing their job. Me and you get into this conversation a lot. I hate the motivation conversation. We talk about it all the time because you're right in bringing it up. You have to bring it up because these guys so historically don't care about certain games and it drives me insane because I believe what JJ is saying. I've been saying it forever. If you're being paid to do a job, you do that damn job the best you can, regardless of if you want to, if it matters, if it won't be there anymore. I literally went to work at a restaurant that was closing down the next day. And all I was doing was fixing broken chairs and, 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 and you know, refinishing, bro- you know, messed up tables and stuff like that. Had no value. Wasn't wasn't trying to make the restaurant any money. I knew it wasn't going to be there two days from then. I was going to lose my job. I still went to work because the boss called and said, I need you to come in. I need these things done. Yeah. Okay, great. And you were paying me to do them. Yes. That's it. it. it one, one of his biggest things was, like, there are people that care about this. Yeah. Like, do it for them. Do it for yeah. somebody. Like, it, just do the damn job. Show up every day and do your work. Like, they ain't asking you to do a whole lot in the NFL. Like, show up, no. watch game film, uh, work out. Like, you're helping yourself at the same time. Like, it's just, it, it's, it, it drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. Broncos-Chargers ended up being a pretty good ball game, uh, if only because the Broncos were able to score late. Um, but that was, you know, whatever. Drew Locke threw two picks. It, that, that guy's the most frustrating. Like, I just, I don't even know. I don't know. So, so Drew Locke, I said before, <laughs> Not not a good quarterback, okay? Doesn't need to be considered a quarterback Yeah, in the NFL. He, he'd be a fantastic backup. A guy I want pushing, pushing. My, he's got enough swagger back there to let the guy who's got the, the head job know, I'm here. And if you put me in this game, I am going to let it rip, all right? Yeah. And if I turn the ball over, I'm going to go sit back down. But if I don't and I hit, you're going to lose your damn job. And that's the kind of guy I want. I want always competition, always pushing. It's the best thing about Ryan Fitzpatrick right now is he didn't just take the clipboard and say, okay, and I'm going to mentor this guy. No, he, I want to still play, damn it. And you give me a chance to play, I'm going to take this job back. Or I'm going to make you look like a fool for benching me. And so every time you go out there talking to the microphone, you've got to explain why I'm not starting. I'm going to be that damn good. I want that for my backup. But, man, I don't think he's got the talent the just raw talent it takes to be an NFL quarterback to be great, to be that next level good. 
your boy who does have just insane raw talent. Is this a head thing for Judy? I I think so. Because yeah. this guy looks like he does not want to play football. He uh, so all the pouting and whatnot. Like I I don't I, I don't understand that. I don't know what's going on there. I don't get that, man. I thought he, he was going to be the most polished guy. I picked CD over him in this this year's draft of of, of rookie running uh, receivers strictly out of I thought they were one and one a no difference at all. I hate Alabama, so I'm not picking the Alabama guy to be first. That's yeah. that was that was my reason, and it was honest. I. I could not have foreseen a year where he was going to be this bad as a rookie. He, so he wasn't bad early. Like he, he started off okay. But and you could tell the drops. He doesn't make big plays, Gary. Oh, I know. And that's, I, I think, so when they had the quarterback switch and then they had a third stringer come in and they had all this kind of stuff, like I, I think he had trouble being able to connect with those guys. Yep. And, when that happened, and now they've got Drew Locke back, and he ain't the most accurate guy in the world and all that no. kind of stuff. And I think that he gets insanely frustrated to the point where he he plays himself out of games. Like, his his mindset gets him out of games. He doesn't just go out and do the job, and, and that's a problem. That's a big-time problem. So, so, so here's what I'm going to say about that. He needs to sit down. At some point in time in the offseason – if these guys care about helping the younger guys get better, but right now they're competition to them, so I don't know that I would. But he needs to sit down with with guys like D Hobbs. He needs to sit down with guys like Allen Robinson and let them know you can be an elite wide receiver without a without, but you have to be elite. You have to put in extra work. Just like just like I talked about with Tua. This ain't Alabama anymore. You're not going to be open by three yards, and your quarterback's not going to hit you on a dime every time. Yeah. And he's not going to have all day to throw the football. Sometimes he's going to have to heave that thing up because he's got more pressure than your quarterback has ever had, and you're going to have to come back to the ball. You're going to have to make a play. Now you you're have not to go be able out and get hit in stride yeah. every time. You have to go out and, and run your route to the best of your ability yes. every single play. Every and time. then you got to find the ball and go to it. You can't Ugh. always expect it to be right where you are. I this, There was a world, and this was probably 10 years ago, but but there was a time where I, we and you used to talk all the time about I, would, I didn't want any quarterback ever from a blue-chip school. I didn't want any yeah. of them because none of them ever pound out except for Peyton Manning. He was literally the only quarterback. All your quarterbacks out there were Phillip Rivers and Eli Manning and Drew Brees and and these guys from the smaller tier schools that didn't have the best offensive line, best receivers, the best defense, the best, you know, running back and all this stuff, the best coaching. They didn't have all that. And so they knew how to work through problems. Yeah. And and the game has changed so much that these guys are coming out of college so damn polished. You can come from middle of nowhere school and be great. You can come from the biggest school in the country and be great. So I think that that stigma is gone, obviously. But this is this is now a problem with him. I haven't really seen it with receivers. Blue chip receivers are usually pretty well, bust proof. KJ Hamler uh, is playing Holy significantly crap. better than him. I mean, Holy just way crap. better. So. But just look at the rookie class. I mean, Higgins is playing amazing in in in, uh, in Cincinnati. Oh yes. I, I mean, he's playing amazing. Uh, Jefferson playing amazing. The, the they, best receiver in football didn't this we year. Call that CD Lamb. Now CD Lamb's got a lot of cover because he's playing with two other receivers that are pretty incredible. But he's playing amazing right now. It's weird that him and Rugs are fifth, sixth. Yeah, Rugs. Now Ruggs, receivers. It, Ruggs has been hurt. 
Like it, so yeah, I, that's right. I'm gonna, that's right. And when you're a speed you know, guy, when your speed goes, you're done. So yeah. you got to get um, it 100 healthy. Ryan Johnson asked on here, "Do you guys consider yourself professional handicappers?" Uh, Hell no, no, not in the slightest. No, we, sir. No, we sir. have you fun with for, this. Like yeah. you, you pay nothing for this show. You will always pay nothing for this show because I don't get money for giving out picks. Oh yeah. That's it, because never. It, I'll never take money for giving out picks. I no, don't want your money. We ain't for touts. Giving out picks. We ain't touts, no. and we don't like touts. And it, no. selling your picks is is one thing. So I'm I'm buddies with a couple of guys that do, but they lose just as much as I do. Like yeah. I, I mean, it, you you cannot tell what's going to happen in these games. You can study no. your ass off all you want to, and it won't make any sense at all. The Colts and the Steelers was the perfect example. Yeah. I gave out the Steelers, and it was only because. My God, uh, nobody expected it, right? Yeah. And that's how the NFL works. That's that's literally the logic and reasoning you had. Yes, that's and it. I do, we, I do that all the time. I don't. I'm just making this pick because I think it's right. Yeah. But I don't have any inside information. A damn sure we don't have. Damn sure don't have any inside information. We barely have any outside information because most of these teams lie about so much shit, and the reporting's pretty bad in some of these places. Um, but no, no, I'm I'm morally opposed to to taking money for picks. I'll, it's something I'll never do. I don't, I don't want to be good at it. I don't care. I have a job, okay? I want to do this. I'd love to make a living at doing this one day, but I want to do it because of the entertainment factor. I want to do this because this is fun, and I enjoy hanging out with you guys. And, and, and hopefully we can give you some good information along the oh, way. Oh, yeah, we're going to try to like, give you the best information we can. That, that's the thing, right? I think in, instead of selling picks, I think these guys should be selling, like, their models. Like, I, yes. it, it, let people decide for themselves, but sell the model. Like, the biggest reason I don't like picks selling picks is is all these guys make stats lie. They yeah. all can find a way to where, oh, I'm nine and one on Thursday nights when I pick the home team who's favored by double digits or more. Like, okay, all right. I don't I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that when this is a you know a, a Saturday game and you know it's a three point spread. Like what what good is your information now? That's Agreed. my problem. I, I don't like the fact that they all manipulate numbers to say what they want to sell themselves. I, I would say I respect the hustle. I don't. I don't respect that hustle because I think it's lies, and I'm never going to lie to you. I'm just never going to do that. Hey, Birdie jumped in about Jerry Judy. Uh, when was the last time Judy had a losing season, do you think? Guys don't know how to handle this. Um, oh, that's a problem. And, that's and why I used to like those littler quarterbacks from the smaller schools. That are used to losing? They you know, are yeah. used to adversity. How's that? They're, they're, it's not that they're used to losing. I think they're used to the adversity. They yeah. know what the fight looks like. They know what the grind and the, and if they ever get a taste of success, holy shit, man, it's like cocaine to them. Oh yeah, uh, Michael said Judy doesn't like Locke. I don't blame him, but you have to catch the ball. Uh, <laughs> Damian said Drew Locke needs to go to the XFL. Uh, let's see. Drew Locke would be great at the XFL because that dude knows how to pr- promote himself. Yeah, uh, Denver Gator said, wait till Sutton can be back on the field with Judy. A lot to ask of a rookie with a second-year quarterback. Uh, Birdie said, these young kids who have never had adversity do not know how to be pros. That's why they fail. Uh, Birdie said, great point about talking to D-Hop and others. Chris, uh, great point. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... Now the it's, problem with that is those guys are still competing. The guys I would probably tell them to right now is go find your Anquan Boltons. Somebody's retired who might help you because he's not a competition with you. Go pay that guy $20,000 for a week. And, and say, come live with me and teach me to be a professional. Because when I think of, like, the ultimate grinder of all receivers, tough guy receivers my entire life I saw, Bolden's the first name that came to my mind. He might not be the best guy, but he's the one that 
pops up there first all the time. There wasn't a receiver that was tougher. He didn't come in with all the accolades and the talent that everybody else did. Always had a job. But he worked and earned and outworked everybody on the team, and his quarterbacks loved him. He was a security blanket for every quarterback he played with because they trusted him. Oh, yeah, 100%. We got three more games to get through. Uh, Panthers right. Washington was kind of boring, twenty to thirteen. Uh, that you know Haskins of course struggles and gets cut afterwards, and it is what it is. So uh, that game would have wrapped up the or almost wrapped up the NFC East. Uh, but alas, we wait until the well, last. If they would have won, it would have. If they would have won, it would have. That would have gotten. That would have put them to seven. But uh, but that would have won it. That would have won it. Seven and nine. If the Washington football yeah. team gets seven and nine, they'd have won it. Yep, you're right. You're right. Uh, Eagles and Cowboys. Cowboys are now six and nine, so it comes down to Washington and Dallas. And uh, amazingly, Dallas, with as poorly as they started the season, and with Dak going out and all that kind of mess, uh, Dallas beats Washington this weekend. And no, 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 no. Dallas, I think plays. Oh yeah, the no, 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 no. that's right. Sorry, Washington plays the Eagles. They, Dallas needs Washington wins. They're in. Yep, they play the Giants. The Cowboys play the Giants. That's right. Yeah, if if Washington loses and the Cowboys win. Cowboys are in. Yes. So Giants you know, win and Washington loses. I think the Giants are in. Uh Giants only have that. five wins. Oh, then they would be no, then so they need they need Washington and the Cowboys to lose. Well, they they would have to beat the Cowboys. Yeah, that's yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like I think the Giants would get so it, it's gonna be nuts. It's gonna be absolutely nuts. Uh Mark asks, do you think Peterson keeps his job? Um, yes, because the Eagles don't fire coaches very quickly like that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, let's see. And Ryan wants to know, uh, can you guys talk about the Rams game? Because Jared Goff sucks. Uh, that's actually the next game on the docket here. Um, so, 20-9. to nine, And, yeah, Jared Goff was pretty bad. 24 out of 43, 230, or sorry, 234 yards, one interception. Uh, he looked lost against that Seattle defense. And I, I don't know what to make of it. Like, I actually watched a, a large portion of this ball game um, and I don't know why. Like it just it felt like an interesting game for whatever reason. I like I, watching Russell Wilson, so I did watch a lot of it too. It was on the iPad. I had the Cowboys uh Eagles game on the big TV. So um Darren asked, does Wentz get traded? We've talked about this so many times. Uh it, it it's tough to trade that contract. Nobody wants him. Like you can't trade somebody that nobody wants. This is like, this is fanfic fodder. That's all this is. Just lazy sports writers have nothing to do in the offseason, and they got to pump out an article. So they're just going to put together how he would look and how it would work if he went to this team and then 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 to this team. Because that's what a lot of guys do, and I'm not going to sit here and do that for you because I think that's lying. I don't think that's honest because I don't think there's anyone in the world that wants to trade for him. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, golf. Golf. Yep, Jared Goff. Kind of the same situation, man. I don't think if Jared Goff got cut tomorrow, but you had to pay him his entire salary, is nobody anybody picking? It doesn't cost you an asset. You don't have to trade them anything, but you got to pick up his whole contract. Is any one of the thirty-two other, thirty-one other teams picking that up? No, I don't think so, man. I don't think so at all. This is two he's weeks not in a row, he's been bad and lost. Like. Looks confused and like he doesn't understand what he's doing. Yeah. I just don't understand. Like, I, I we didn't get it when they paid him that, right? No, and, we and didn't they understand said, that. Well, no, here's, we, here's, we were against that. I was against the drafting of him. I was here's, open about that. Here's what they said. Yeah, I, I remember that. But he, he did play well. I mean, he got him to a Super Bowl. But, again, that wasn't, that wasn't him. Like, no. it, it wasn't – like, he was a part of it, 
but it wasn't him. Like now, that offense moved, and so he's got to get credit. He's got to get some credit, not the yeah. credit we give quarterbacks, but he still gets some credit for that offense moving the year they made it to the Super Bowl. Even though when they got to the Super Bowl, they didn't really score a lot. That's okay. Um, Mike. I don't think the things that he's bad at can be coached out of him. It's my same problem with Wentz, and it's why I said I wouldn't have drafted either of those guys when they got drafted. <laughs> Denver Gator said, go Gators, now I'm out. Like right. <laughs> Later on, Denver Gator. <laughs> hey, Ryan said Chris should be an NFL GM. Um, I, would, I would tell you that is my dream job. If I could just wiggle my nose and get a job and you tell me I got seven years I don't care. You don't need to pay me. I need I need to learn from mistakes. Okay. I need to be able to screw up contracts. I need to be able to to make mistakes in drafting guys, learn from them, adapt and maneuver the team around. I need to be able to take a loss and figure it out. So I can't do it in two or three years, which is what a lot of these GMs get. And that's a terrible, terrible thing, by the way. Yes. Give somebody seven years and let them make the mistakes that they're going to make. And if they don't make mistakes, they come in and they kill it. That's awesome. If you're John Lynch, holy shit. I don't know that that guy's made a bad move yet. So, yeah, he's, he's been pretty remarkable. So um, that, that, is, that is my dream job. I don't know that I'd be good at it, but I, I would put in the work, and I would learn from my mistakes. And I would, my fan base would hate me because I ain't, I ain't ever re-signing a quarterback and I, and, unless you're going to give me a hell of a deal or you're Patrick Mahomes. And I ain't ever re-signing a running back, so don't buy the damn jerseys. So, um, so what is going on with uh, with Cam Akers? Um, oh, that I don't know. <laughs> like, because he he's he didn't he, he was apparently injured in the loss to the Jets. Yep. And so I guess they're saying it was a let's see a high ankle sprain. Now those um, things are tough to come back from, especially for running backs. Yeah, and they said he's going to be out for uh, for like a couple of weeks. Uh, so. I don't know if that's part of it, but like, man, does your offense really rely that much on on Cam Akers? Like, well, it does when Jared Goff's your quarterback. I mean, that's crazy. That is, that's I mean, that's the nuts. truth, though, right? Uh, Birdie said McVay was still sneaking up on teams that year. Uh, McVay overrated, in my opinion. League caught up with him uh, with this roster, at least. Um, yeah, I think uh, no, I think when McVay hit the when I McVay was a force when he hit the ground as a head coach. And it took teams, yeah, two years to figure him out. But I think he's still an elite-level coach. He's still in that conversation that I'd start a franchise with. Um, hey, Michael, but, by the way, said uh, Herbert is the best professional quarterback in California. Um, let's let's just hold off on that until you see at least year two because this year nobody knew what to expect out of him. No, nah, that's fine. I'm willing to give him that right now. I mean, who the hell else is it? It ain't golf and it ain't – you know, one of the three in San Francisco. And yeah, I mean, uh, all right, maybe. I mean, yeah, this uh, Jimmy year. Graham and Garoppolo. Graham, Jimmy Garoppolo in his prime, where where he was putting up the best numbers that he did in San Francisco, was better than what Herbert was. But the, that was like year five of his career, though. Yeah, that's true. So that's it's you're comparing a guy's rookie year to Jimmy Graham, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's best year, and that's that's a little unfair. I, I think I'll give it to him. I think he's right. I think he is the best professional quarterback in the league. And it, I don't know if the league's figuring him out because he doesn't play a specific style of football. He just plays really good football. He doesn't turn the ball over, but he still makes big throws. He can make play with his legs. Man, I think the guy's good. Hey, Birdie, real good. Birdie said, uh, so just a change in quarterback then, Chris, I can get behind that, but he's burning seasons here. Who are we talking about for golf? I guess, yeah, I guess he's talking about golf. Um yeah, but, I mean, yeah. 
Yeah, like, he's burning the seasons. I, I can't help that. I'm not the GM. I don't get to make those decisions. But, but I would have never signed him to an extension. Th- this I never would have. This isn't like – you're not burning seasons here. Like, this is what you've got. Like, you're trying to make no, this No, you're work. burning seasons in the sense of two years ago, they went all in. Yeah. And so they they just basically sold out draft capital and other things, all right? So this year, they're playing with kind of a weird roster of stars and scrubs, guys that are – just super, super highly paid and guys that are making the league minimum are rookies. And and that's the issue is I can't, you can't do anything with him because you can't cut him the way the contracts are written yeah. and no one's going to trade for him because of the way the contracts are written. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a, it, it's a big issue because he's got plenty of years left on that deal and you can't just like that dead cap hit is a mother. I mean, yeah. it's, it's going to be unless you're going to throw away a season. That's it. Yeah. You have to tell your fans, and you have to tell the 53 men that are going to be on that roster that year, sorry, guys, you're here because you're cheap, and we don't give a shit about this season Yeah, because we can't compete. I mean, that's, that's all you know, got. Not a lot of teams have been successful doing that. Dolphins did it, what, last year? And, and ended up winning like four of their last five I'd games. Say they ended up winning like, a lot of games that they shouldn't have won. That well, I'd say that they, that they were never expected to win. Yeah, they were um, five and eleven, and they and they closed the year strong. And I think this it year, takes of course, a special coach to do that. I yes. I, I do like McVay. I'm not going to hate on McVay. I, I don't think that he's the wonder boy that everyone thought he was, which is why I thought it was insane that all of his assistant coaches were getting jobs. We've never seen that before in the history of coaching in our lives. I mean, not, nine and six with this roster is pretty good. I mean, well, pretty true. Good. That's fine. That's fine. This defensive front's probably one of the best defensive fronts in the league, and he still has pretty good cornerbacks. The only place they're weak in is the linebacker position, and that's if you're going to be weak in the NFL today, that's probably where you want to be weak at. Yeah. So, okay, I don't know. I mean, it's still a really good team. Really good yeah. team. And uh, a really good job. Let's see. Birdie said, love this show today. You're the best boy. So much fun. Think on the Texans, Gary. Do we have an edge or not? Uh, I, I'll have to look at the at the Texans. I'd... I, I don't think that J.J. Watt's uh, – I don't think his speech is going to make any difference in that locker room right now. Like, I, I think this I, season I would is like to see it. I actually would like to see it. I like crapping on that guy, but I, I would like to see people, his teammates, listen to him. I would say this. If they don't listen to him, that's kind of an indictment on him too, right? A little bit. and Because he's supposed to be the leader in that locker room. This cannot have been the only time that he has said that. Like, if he has been True. saying it in the locker room and it hasn't made a difference thus far, uh, because the Texans have lost four straight. I mean, the Colts, right. Bears, Colts again, and the Bengals. I mean, you lose at home to the Bengals, and, like, that is... That's pretty uh, rough, man. That's, if, if, if you got a bunch of guys that don't care, then they're not just going to suddenly start caring. Like, if, if you are not prepared uh, physically and mentally... By week 17 of the season, it's not just going to change. Like, I, I think the Titans want this win because they need it to win the division. Like, I, I mean, I'd still probably bet the Titans this week. So, you know, that's that's the way that I would go with it. All I know is that Zach Taylor has played his way into keeping his damn job, and that makes me sick. Uh, it's just ridiculous. All right, Michael said, I'm out, fellas. Thanks for the show. Still bright spot with everything going on. Giggum. Hey, we Thank appreciate you, you guys watching. It, hey, I think that's going to be all for us, too. We went an hour 30 today. Yeah, we don't a normally, long one, but... We love you guys. We love you guys, and we haven't gotten to do this in a while. It was nice to just kind of sit and, and sift through our own thoughts for uh, for well, just a little while. 
So you know, usually your first one after a long time goes pretty quickly. We we made it last a while. So you have got that right. All right, uh, Wednesday, of course, our NFL pick show for Week 17. We got a lot to get into. Uh, Mark wants to know who do we like tonight. Uh, the Bills are a seven and a half point favorite, and I don't see any reason to not take the Bills. Um, yeah, I don't either. I really hate that my Patriots are just dying at the end of the season. But hey, I think uh, Cam Newton's. I can't. I. I I can't fathom Jarrett Stidham being this bad. Hey, Darren McCardle, Darren McCardle said, will Cam stay with New England? No, Cam will not have a job <laughs> next year. Cam will be unemployed. Get those, get, get your ass in line at the unemployment office. You're not going to have a job next year. Pretty much. Somebody on TV will hire him, though. And I think he'll be actually pretty good on TV. The dude's got a great personality. Yes. So I think he'll do really well on TV. Michael said, uh, give these guys five stars. And uh, Birdie Thank said, you, Pats, that line is not moving. Um, <laughs> hey. I would love for my Pats just to keep it close. Just to cover. I don't even have any money. I'm not even going to bet it. Just keep it close just for my soul, for my dignity tonight. It'd be nice. It'd be nice. Uh, my kids laugh at me when the Patriots get blown out. They didn't. They oh. never cared when the Browns got blown out. But they this year, this year. It's, I been, got a, one, it's been a rough year. I got one daughter that's a smart ass, and there I got to go. teach her karate because she's going to get her ass kicked when she gets older. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Uh, like uh, like Michael said, go give us five stars on Apple Podcast. Of course, if you missed the live show, you can always get the podcast, any of your favorite pos- uh, podcast locations. That certainly helps us out. Our podcast number's doing really, really well, and you guys are the reason for that. So keep sharing the show. Keep telling your friends. Keep giving it five stars, whatever it is. Uh, we would certainly appreciate that. Again, uh, winningcureseverything.com. That's the spot. Everything you need to know and all of our sports gambling content, of course, or sorry, our college football gambling content is over at sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. And you can, of course, search out the show on SBR Picks on YouTube. Very easy to find. Uh, Caden says, Bill's brother. And uh, Gilmore is out. Oh, hell no. Go with the Bills. Uh, I didn't even realize yeah. Gilmore was out. So. I didn't I didn't know that. So That's a, that's a problem. Stephon Diggs is going to have a big night. I'm in my uh, fantasy football championship game this week, and I need Diggs to go for under 11 points. And it ain't happening. He's probably not going to happen. So, I'm about to lose that joint. Is what it is. All right, you guys are the best. Thank you so much for jumping in the comments, for watching the show, for sharing it out, all that good stuff that you always do. We can't thank you enough. Uh, We will have one more show before the year changes, of course, and we are ready to get into 2021 with some winning ways. So, you guys take care of yourself, take care of each other, and by God, hopefully we can cash some tickets. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.